Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. Action is about living fully. Inaction is the way we deny life. Inaction is sitting in front of the television every day for years because you are afraid to be alive and take the risk of expressing who you are, what you are. Expressing what you are is taking action. You can have many great ideas in your head, but what makes the difference is the action. Without action upon an idea, there will be no manifestation, no results, and no reward. Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. That hit somebody right in the heart today. Somebody who's been thinking about doing something, but does not know how to do it. I get it. I've been there. And what made me think about this was one of my clients from UFC reached out to me. I trained her a couple years ago. We've worked together on and off. It's just one of those things where we have a great connection. She's going to do amazing things. And I just want to support my people. I want to support my tribe. And she reached out to me uh, regarding my business coaches that I hired. And I was like, you know, they were wonderful. They launched me into the next season of my life. But I feel like you're further along than I was when I started, when I hired them. So maybe I can help you. Like maybe I can help get you started and save you some money. So today I want to talk about the eight steps to starting your own side hustle, starting your own business, whatever you want to call it. If you're unemployed right now, make it your make it your full-time job, whatever that looks like for you. I don't know. However, these are things I wish I would have known. So I want to share them with you. I want to save you the money, okay? I want to save you the time of on Google. And you're still going to need to do research. You're still going to have to put work in. But ultimately, I just want you to take one small, tiny action towards your goals, whatever that looks like for you, okay? If you want to be a professional basketball player, pick up a ball today, okay? If you want to be the next billionaire in the... I don't know, in the laundry business, then fold a pair of clothes today and make them look prettier than normal. I don't know. I have no idea what you're looking to do. But these eight steps are relatable no matter where you are, okay? Number one, expect to fail. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's a hard number one, huh? Failure, though, like success, it exists only in the ways we define it. To me, failure is falling and not getting back up. But what if you fall and you get back up and you learn something and you're better the next time? Mistakes are just knowledge that propel you forward. And when you allow yourself to experience the fun and the terrifying feelings of taking risks, everything is an experiment and you have to expect to fail. Do you remember chemistry class in high school? Oh God, I don't want to remember this because I couldn't make anything Anything that I was told to make, I, I I think in home ec, I was supposed to make like homemade bread and I couldn't even get the bread to rise. Like me and experiments, no, they just don't work. So guess what? I started my own business. I expected it to fail and it was scary and there was a lot of money being invested. And I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys today on what I spent and where you need to, where you need to put your money, where you need to put your mouth and how you need to act. Okay. Remember this, everything we do yields results and those results give, give us information but you can't get that information without acting. Okay, remember the information empowers you to make these decisions. So imperfect action is a form of movement. You're moving forward, fall forward, 
okay? Remember with every major pivot in your life, whatever is terrifying you right now, there's this imposter syndrome, right? You're on the internet like, oh my God, there's a hundred business coaches. There's a hundred new laundry services. There's a hundred new nail techs. Whatever it is that you're looking to start, there may be hundreds, but there is no other you. And the way you deliver to your audience is going to be very, very unique in particular. So remember that you're different because the whole imposter syndrome and I don't know enough and that's going to put you in a dark hole for many years and you're going to be listening to this podcast in another 20 years. You're like, shit, I never took the first step. I never expected to fail. So I didn't even try. So expect to fail. Okay. Number two, research the market. So whatever it is that you're looking to do, make sure that there's people that need what you do. Okay. That's very, very important. When I say research the market, you're going to look at what people need from you, but also who can help you along the way. Always have somebody five, 10 years ahead of you. Coaches, for example, there's coaches in different industries. You can get a business coach. You could get, you know, a fitness coach. You can get all sorts of mindset coaching. You can get marketing coaching. You can get all the coaching you want. Really, really sit down and figure out what can you do on your own and what do you need to delegate and what do you need to learn to teach other people? So when I started my business, it was just me, but I quickly realized if I wanted to scale the way I wanted to scale, I needed to have um, procedures in order. So when I hired coaches, they could follow the same realm that I was following. So my clients all got the same service. That's very, very important. Okay, so research the market. And when I talk about coaches, you guys, I found my business coaches on Instagram. I had a coaching call with them. And honestly, their sales pitch was amazing. Right at the end, they were like, to work with us, it is $10,000. You can pay it in two payments or you can pay it in full. This is what you get. It was the first time I had ever been, I'm doing air quotes right now, closed, like really in a sales position, other than buying a car, which my dad always happens to be with me with that. I had never been in that position and that was a lot of money. And so I didn't disclose this to anybody. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell anybody. I was living in San Diego. So, you know, my rent was astronomical. You know, I was a personal trainer, but I was really trying to build my own brand, build my own business. So I dropped the money. I dropped $10,000 on two coaches. Now, I'm not going to discredit them. I think they're wonderful people, and I think that they helped me along my journey. Do I think that there was $10,000 worth of value there? Nope. Nope. However, I spent the money, and I scaled my business. It did what it was supposed to do for me. Okay, so what I'm talking about today is stuff that I have learned from them and learned along the way. So do I think investing in a coach is worth it? Absolutely. But you have to look at what you have available right then and now financially, right? Because there is cheaper ways to go about it. There's ways to teach yourself. But do coaches help you scale quicker? Absolutely. Because they've got the templates. They got the format. They know they know the ins and outs. Like for example, I'm on Fiverr right now in Upwork. And if you haven't heard of either of those websites, they're great. They do a lot of my designing, graphic designing for my business. I found my editor on there for my book, um, my formatter for my book. Um, and so now I'm looking at marketing. I'm looking at people that provide marketing strategies on there as I get ready to launch my first book on Amazon. Like there's a way to go about it. And so don't create new paths. The path is already there for you. Financially, if you're not in a position to spend the money, then yes, you're going to have to figure out different ways and you're going to have to expect to fail, right? Now, even in me hiring somebody, it doesn't mean that my book's going to like be a bestseller or anything like that. I would love for that to happen. I have a launch team that I'm, you know, building right now because this is really important to me. So do the research and figure out what your market needs. Okay. Also, in doing that, you can adopt a mindset of anywhere at any time. 
Okay, so when it comes to grabbing and creating opportunities, y'all, you could be in line for that coffee. Remember, I always say hi, say hi to a stranger. That person right in front of you could literally be working for Microsoft, and maybe you're trying to build a program for Microsoft. You don't know. So say hello. Number three, have a business credit card. Now, for me, building an online platform, I'm going to talk more about that. I had to pay for a lot of programs. There is Clavio, there was Trainerize, there was a lot, of, there was Calendly, like the list goes on and on and on. Okay. And if you're interested more in knowing about building a business and how I went about it, I'm happy to chat with you. Okay. Like I said, I talked to one of my old clients, one of my good friends now uh, the other day, and really we talked for 45 minutes and I felt like I was able to offer her a lot of information, which is what prompted me to record this podcast. So business credit cards. So mine was SX3 Corporation. I went to my Bank of America. I just opened up another card. Uh, business debit or credit, whatever is going to work for you. But regardless, that's going to be so important at the end of the year. You want to put all your all your costs of your business on that card because it's really, really hard to keep that separate from your everyday life. Like for me as a personal trainer, I was able to write off clothes, Lululemon clothes. I could write those off, um, things I didn't know about <laughs> being a personal trainer. Meals, I could say having meals with clients, I could write those off, like all these things. And when you start your own business, it's scary come tax season, to be honest with you. So if you have this, it's gonna make it more seamless and your accountant is going to love you. Okay. The other thing with your business credit card is open up a QuickBooks account. I think it's free slash super cheap when you first open it, but link your card to that account. And what you do, what it does is every time you spend something, so say you go to Subway, okay, all the time, every time you use that business credit card, and it's linked to your QuickBooks. It's going to be uploaded on your QuickBooks. So then once a month, put it in your calendar to sit down and look at everything you spent. Not only can you see what you're spending and what you're making, but also you can categorize it. So you go to Subway all the time, it's going to recognize that and it's going to say Subway meals. Would you like to make this a rule? And you click yes. So that way it's categorized and your spending is all sorted out for you and you don't have to keep clicking the same button. It is beautiful. I've been using it for years. Okay, so business credit card, and uh, QuickBooks. The other thing is when you open your business credit card, obviously you got to have a business name. So for me, an S corporation or an uh, LLC, C corporation was going to be my, were my two options. An S corporation worked better for me. I'm not an accountant. I could send you to mine. She's wonderful. Um, but I'm not going to talk about things I don't know anything about. I just know that S corp benefited me um, more. And so I opened that up. With that, you get an EIN number. So that's a business card number pretty much that like for my taxes, instead of it being Shauna Diddle, it's under under my EIN number, that's my business. Okay, so that's tip number three. Number four, Google Sheets, Excel Sheets, something to document everything. Y'all, you think you're going to remember you don't. You're going to scale a lot quicker than you think. And even if it's a slow process, know how to go about this. Keep track of everything. So Excel Sheets for me had my clients, what they paid, what services they were getting, like all of excuse me, all of these things. Okay. Super, super important. The other thing is too, like you're spending, if you don't get a chance to open up that business credit card right away, just document thing, things on Excel sheets and go through your credit card statements each month. Okay. Tally things up. It's just going to make the end of the year super, super seamless. Okay. And your business can totally work for you if you do this. Number five, an accountant. A personal account. I'm not talking H&R Block, you guys. I'm talking about an accountant who works with 
professionals in your field who works with like, for example, I had this guy, his name was Joe, when I was a traveling ultrasound tech that I found along the way through somebody else. And when I wrote my traveling ebook, I put Joe in there as a recommendation because he worked with firefighters and police officers and traveling ultrasound techs and nurses. And the most important thing about his specialty was that he knew how to make money for me. H&R Block didn't understand my my per diem money, my housing money, my meals. So I was never getting a tax return. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is highway robbery because I was making a lot more money. And I'm not saying you got to work the system, but you kind of got to work the system. You know what I'm saying? You got to have somebody working for you. So interview your accountants, your, your tax people, whatever you want to call it, like you would your doctors, like you would your lawn service people, like all of these people, you're giving business to them and they need to be in service of you as you're in service of others. These people will make or break your bank account. I'm telling you this, the amount of money that I got after I found an accountant through a friend of mine, I'm still with her. I love her endlessly and her team is amazing. Find somebody that you can work seamlessly with that works with you to get the most back into your bank account. Have you guys tried Organifi? Their story began with wanting to make a healthy lifestyle easier for everyone. They noticed a lot of quick solves and empty health promises that left people frustrated and feeling hopeless. And after discovering the healing powers of superfoods, they knew they found a way to make healthy living easy, fun, and delicious. And I have to agree 100%. I'm not one to promote anything that hasn't changed my life. And Organifi has completely transformed the way I feel every single day. In the morning, I take their green juice. It has ashwagandha, corella, spirulina. It promotes balanced cortisol and stress levels. It's perfect for weight management, detoxifies the body. In the afternoon, when I want to grab my energy drink, I drink their red juice. It has red beet, cordyceps, rhodiola. It's a caffeine-free energy boost provided by nature's best. Real berries, powerful adaptogens, and extremely low sugar. Exactly what we need for that two o'clock crash. Now, post-workout, I just recently tried their vanilla protein. Oh my gosh. It's 100% organic, plant-based, no soy or whey. I don't feel terrible after I eat it. Lately, I've been putting it in uh, with some cinnamon, maybe some uh, uh, creatures of habit, just depending on how I'm feeling. You know, I just feel full and satisfied after eating their protein. And lastly, my pre-workout or at some point during the day, I drink pure. This is a specialized blend formulated with ingredients to help with learning, memory, focus, and clarity. Who doesn't need or want all of that? It addresses the gut-brain access. It supports strong cognitive function. And I'm telling you guys, I drink these four things every single day. Now, Organifi has been a game changer in my health, and I want you to add this into your lifestyle as well. I want you to feel good, show up as your best self. And in doing that, you can use the code SSQUATS to save you money, and the link is in the bio. Number six, feedback from people you are serving that your expertise is needed. So this is great. If you have this amazing business idea, cool. I'm super proud of you. But is there a market for it? Now, back to to um, tip number two was research the market. And that can have to do with very similar to this, but in that aspect, I was more saying like research coaches and people that can help you, mentors. Here is like, who are you serving? Remember, you're creating a personal brand for yourself. Now, if I could go back and do SX3 all over again, I would do what I'm doing now. And now my website is shaunadiddle.com. Brand yourself. You know why? Because that can pivot as you pivot in life, as you grow in life. Can 
SX3 pivot, I mean, I can just make up new things that SX3 means. Um, but like for this, as I'm starting my speaking business, I was going to go with waves of joy because that's how people, that's what people know about my podcast, right? But Shauna Diddle is waves of joy. So create your personal brand and the easiest and the best way to go about that is use your name. Now, do you need to go building a super cool website at this very moment? No, no, you don't. It's going to help you because you're going to want to send people to that website eventually. Um, But for me, I had business cards made and it was word of mouth. If you're doing good work, people will come to you. I rarely, I think one time I paid for marketing in my years of doing online business. One time, and it was during the election of 2020. That was such a waste of money because obviously nothing that I was paying for (laughs) was, it wasn't even peanuts compared to what these, you know, these politicians were paying. So I wasn't even seen. It did nothing for me. I was like, it was almost like gambling to me. Like, I'm not a gambler. I want to spend my money in a smart way. And that just did not feel smart. Now, is there a time and a place to market? Yeah, for sure. For me, it didn't work out that way. I was very organic about growing my business and that's what worked. So create your personal brand. Remember, like the authors, speakers, experts you see online, they pitch themselves again and again until the opportunity was given to them. You're going to send out 100 emails and maybe get one back. You're going to send out 100 DMs, maybe get one back. But get on a podcast. And you know what? Promote other people too that are in the same field as you. Because in promoting them, you learn, is there a space for you? Like, is there a need for you? Because you're going to offer something completely different, but you need to know that there's people out there. Niche down, right? You can't say, I serve women. Well, great. But if you want to be successful... What kind of women do you serve? I served women between ages 30 and 40 with hormone imbalances who have hair loss and anxiety. I don't know. That's super specific, right? So niche down as much as you can. And I have to say that hiring my business coaches really helped me with my messaging because I was like, I don't know who I help. Anybody who comes to me, (laughs) that's who I help. And I still kind of um, feel that way. But as, uh, as I started my own speaking business, I was able to create a message about who I served a lot quicker because I've already built a business before. This is my second business, which I have to tell you guys, starting from the ground up again, I was like, what am I thinking? So in my speaking business of navigating change, my messaging is whether you're an overworked healthcare professional, a divorcee, or a former competitive athlete, you are not alone. The second we welcome emotional malleability, we open our hearts to demystifying happiness and feeling good now. So I tell you who I'm serving, healthcare professionals, divorcees, and former competitive athletes, all stories that I can tell from personal experience. And I'm teaching you how to pivot in your life, how to navigate change. Because in all of those realms, leaving the healthcare field after getting a divorce and after leaving bodybuilding, your life is completely different. And I'm not saying there's not a million other people that I couldn't serve, but those are the people that I relate to. So I was able to really, really narrow down my messaging, which made building my brand and business so much better. So if you go to shaunadiddle.com, you can clearly see who I serve, what I do, and all about me based on my experience. My keynote speeches are on there. Again, just a lot about who I am. So build your own personal brand because nobody is like you, okay? Number seven. Build to scale. I wish I would have started with this, like right from the beginning, because this is so important. Where you are today is great, and you're hustling, and you're doing all the work, or you're taking baby steps, whatever that looks like for you. But 
where do you want to be in five years with this? For me, as a personal trainer and as a nutritionist and everything, I was like, okay, I want to focus on gut health and hormone health because that's what I was going through at the time, right? And that love started just kind of going away. I was like, okay, this is great. But I was hustling, I had like 60 plus clients and I was like, I'm only one person. So then I hired coaches and I didn't know what to do with them. I was like, oh, shoot. I didn't build to scale. I didn't have the processes and procedures in place for them to follow my footsteps. So I spent weeks. I remember I went out to San Diego to just stay for like two weeks. It was the best week of business of my life. And I just built out Uh, I I built videos and how-to things and everything that you do by muscle memory, somebody else you bring into your business isn't going to know how to do that. So if you build to scale, then right from the beginning, you can record yourself. I love Loom, okay? I love Kajabi. Kajabi's great to build like content if you want to build courses and stuff like that. That's where I did a lot of my initial business for SX3. Okay, these are just platforms that I learned about as I went. Back to keeping track of what you spend, Kajabi was $200 a month. Very important that that go on a business credit card or I make sure that's in an Excel document so that's written off at the end of the year, right? Things we just, we forget about those things. So build to scale. And in doing that, you want to record and document and write down and go to Canva, build um, content to scale your business. I think that's super, super important. Something, again, that wasn't a message that I got that was like, I don't know, I guess I didn't. I looked, pa- I looked at past that and I figured that out along the way, but it created a lot of work for myself about a year in. Number eight, most important thing, you need to believe in yourself. There is nobody out there that's going to believe in you more. Nobody. Believe what you have to offer. Don't let imposter syndrome take over. Because remember, I've told you guys this before, life happens in moments of courage. I recorded a podcast not long ago about not caring Nobody cares what you're wearing. Nobody cares if you quit your job yesterday. Nobody cares. So just do it. Show up and do it. Serve the people that need you most. Because in finding courage to say something that just sparks a new conversation and just trusting yourself to let things happen, it's terrifying. But that's when life happens for you. That's showing that you believe in yourself. Everybody thinks it's this big break. It's, you know, think about lottery winners. What is it, like 90% of them are broke after a year of like winning billions of dollars or something like that? It's not about a big break. It's these little acts of courage, these small hellos that seem unimportant, but they're the ones that create the big breaks. You never know who you're talking to and who needs you. So in not shining your light, in not taking action, You're choosing to not show up for the people that need you most. We all have something to offer, whatever that looks like. And if you're anxious and scared and you don't have any role models, that's okay too. Again, find people five, 10 years ahead of you. For example, me going into the speaking business, y'all are like, how does it, what does that even look like? I don't know. I pulled up like there's Toastmasters where you can go on and like practice public speaking and then there's meetups and I'm just not a big virtual person. I have to be in person. So I joined, um, I've been going to NSA Colorado, which is the National Speakers Association. And every couple weeks they have a meeting and I've only been to one and the next one is actually tomorrow. And there's a new speaker that flies in and they deliver so much content and great information. But the best part for me is networking. The first meeting I went to, I really paid attention to how these speakers spoke to each other and what they were asking. So that's how I really narrowed down my messaging. They kept saying, what is it you speak on? That's what they were asking me and other people. And I was like, oh, shit, I speak about a lot of things. What do you want to know? And I realized like that wasn't my messaging. And really, I'm 
you know, a healthcare professional, former competitive athlete, divorcee, all these things. But Shauna, what do you speak on? I speak on navigating change, you know, and in that umbrella, I talk about emotional malleability and being able to pivot. I have my first in-person speaking gig coming up here in two weeks, and it's a volunteer opportunity, and it's like eight to 10 people, and I bought Play-Doh because I feel like Play-Doh is going to get my messaging across. Often we speak words at people, and it's like a great message, and we walk away, and we don't remember anything. So I'm going to give these people Play-Doh, and I'm going to describe to them how if we don't take care of ourselves, we're like Play-Doh right? Think about Play-Doh. You get it out, you play with it, you can mold it into anything you want. I've told you this before. But if you leave it out overnight or the next night and the next night, it's going to crack. It's going to break. It's not going to be malleable. You can't mold it into what life, you know, what's for you in life. You're going to be gifted a lot of things that you don't want. So in putting your hands on things and having something tangible or having an image that changes your life, like for me, it's going to be the shingles picture. Like I was super sick. And I had to learn how to pivot. I had to pivot out of that season of my life and be okay. It was terrifying. Believe in yourself, okay? Put your message out there. There's always something to be said. I didn't realize when I started my podcast how much I was going to love this. I'm so excited every week to like get a podcast out to you guys. Like I tell Cam, I'm like, I gotta get home. I gotta record a podcast. And like some, most times I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't do a bunch of research. I don't have all the titles written down. I just am like, okay, what's been happening in my life? How can I relate to my people? And if you're new to this podcast, welcome. Hi, I love you. Thanks for joining. But if you've been following me for a while, I love you too. And you know a lot about me and you know that I'm just honest and transparent. And I heard something the other day that really resonated with me and that stories are the original ways we communicated. So I try to communicate with you via stories because I feel like you can relate to me and I feel like you're not alone in your own journey, which I think is super important super important. And that's how we get better. We support each other and we believe in ourselves. With that being said, I believe in my first book that I'm about to launch. And if you haven't seen anything I've posted yet on social media, um, I really am trying to build a book launch team. So these are this is like a specific group of people that's going to get an kind of a sequence of emails about when the book's going to be launched so they can pre-order it. And in pre-ordering it, you'll get a sample of the book and then you'll be able to leave a review on launch day and get the book at a discounted rate. So if you haven't sent me your email or if you're interested in becoming part of my book launch team, please go down in the show notes here and shoot me an email. Just send me your email. That's it. And I just truly appreciate you. I'm trying to reach more people. My book is about backpacking Europe solo. I'm not going to tell you the name of it, nothing else yet, Um, but it's real, raw, transparent, everything that I stand for. And I want you to know that your story needs to be heard too, okay, whatever that looks like. And your side hustle might become your future business, might, might just be something that, I don't know, maybe it's a family thing. I don't know what that looks like for you. But remember, stay interested in people because if people think you're more interested in them, they're going to find you more interesting, which seems counterintuitive, but it's very true. So here I'm going to leave you with this. I read a book recently called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, and it's by Bronnie Ware, and it's a very good book. But once we acknowledge that limited time is remaining, although we don't know if that's years, weeks, or hours, we are less driven by ego or by what other people think. Instead, we are more driven by what our hearts truly want. Acknowledging our inevitable approaching death offers us the opportunity to find greater purpose and satisfaction in the time we have remaining. Think about that for a minute. Today could be your last day. Today could be my last day. 
I don't want you to take your gifts with you to the grave. So take action, live fully, and be unapologetically you. Because the world needs you just as you are. I love you so much. If I can help you in any way with your new business, even if you're like, Shauna, I don't even know what Excel is, I'll help you download it. No worries. I'm here for you. Okay? And I'm not going to charge you $10,000 either. That is crazy. (laughs) Do your research, friends, and give your gifts to the world. I love you so much. Drink your water. Eat your veggies. Smile.